Hi, friends. Here we are in the final days of 2020, and what a year it has been. This year, it's held different circumstances for each of us, and for me, it has been such a mix of beautiful moments and challenging moments. But I wanted to end this year with something that God dropped in my spirit these last couple of weeks that made such a big difference in my life this past year. My faith is always so stirred up when I read about Mary's encounter with the angel and the Holy Spirit coming upon her and her response in that encounter. So I want to read a few verses from Luke 1, 35 through 38. It says, the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the highest hover over you. Therefore, the child you will bring to birth will be called Holy, Son of God. And did you know that your cousin Elizabeth conceived a son, old as she is? Everyone called her barren, and here she is, six months pregnant. Nothing, you see, is impossible with God. And Mary said, yes, I see it all now. I'm the Lord's maid, ready to serve. Let it be with me just as you say. Then the angel left her. Now, the first verse I read says, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. Now, I know the Holy Spirit isn't asking us at this moment in time, you or I, to carry and give birth to the Son of God. But what he is asking us to carry and to give birth to is the plans and the purpose that he has placed within each of us. In the last podcast episode, I talked about being pregnant with purpose, and I won't go into everything I shared in that episode, and you can go back and listen if you haven't had a chance, but the main point is giving birth to something isn't easy. You know, I was pregnant five times, and the excitement and the anticipation that I felt when I was staring for what seemed like an eternity at a stick each time, waiting for a line to appear to confirm that I indeed was expecting That excitement and anticipation months later turned to discomfort as I reached for my favorite comfy jeans only to realize that they no longer fit me, you know, because I was being stretched in ways that I didn't even know I could be stretched. I was uncomfortable and I would experience great pain, yet I was willing to go through all of the discomfort and pain to bring forth this gift that was inside of me. Because there was a purpose to the pain that I was going to have to walk through and experience. And what a gift that we have been given in that the creator of everything that is, is the one that when each and every one of us was inside our mother's womb, he is the one that knit us together. You are one of a kind design. Out of all the people in the world, there's not another single person that has your exact fingerprint. And there is not one single person that can leave the exact imprint in the world that you were created to bring forth. Think about that. And it's in these intimate moments that we spend connecting and communicating with God, our creator, that he reminds us who we are. He reminds us of his plans and his purpose that he put inside of us before we ever even took our first breath in this world. Those dreams and desires that you have inside of you that sometimes make you a little uncomfortable, they weren't placed inside of you to stay inside of you. And I've noticed in my own life that I feel the most discomfort and the most uncomfortable in my life when I am holding in and I am hiding what's inside of me that was meant to come out. Verse 38 says, 
may everything you have said about me come true. And this was Mary's response to the angel. May everything you've said about me come true. What a powerful prayer for us to speak out, to declare, and to stand on, each and every one of us. May every thought and purpose that God has for us, may it be fulfilled. As I was rereading this story, and I I read verse 56, which says, And Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. I had a thought that I don't remember ever having before. It was actually a question. What made Mary go stay with Elizabeth? And I know the angel mentioned Elizabeth when he was talking to Mary. And believe me, if I was Mary with everything that was about to go down, I would definitely have wanted to schedule a quick vacation too to get out of town. But when I read that verse, what I wrote down after reading that, that rose up in me was this thought, surround yourself with those who believe the word of the Lord over your life. Surround yourself with those who believe the word of the Lord over your life. You know, it doesn't tell us specific details on exactly why Mary went, but I wonder if she wanted to put herself in an environment where on the days when she felt all alone and like maybe she had just imagined all of this, maybe it was just a weird dream that she had. Maybe there wasn't an angel that had visited her. On the days that she had questions and thought, really, who do I think I am? Me? chosen to carry the Messiah on those days, on those days when she would have those kind of doubts and questions, she would look up and her eyes would see Elizabeth standing there across the room with her enlarged belly full of the promise and the faithfulness of God. Elizabeth, the woman who was barren and told she was, she would never have a child. Elizabeth would be declaring the faithfulness of God in her life and her joy and her expectancy would flow over to Mary And she would remind her that their God could be trusted to finish what he had started. And when I read that verse, it made me think of this community. A bunch of women filled with gifts and purpose and a destiny that God has planned for each and every one of us. So here we each are showing up in this community from different backgrounds, different circumstances, and we all have our moments where we get stuck in questions and fear and in our own resistance that we face that keeps us from growth. And it's in those moments that we need a sister that will look at us and speak up and remind us who we are in Christ and remind us of the plans and the purposes that he has for us. This community is a sisterhood to cheer each other on. And when we see one of our sisters giving birth to that gift and purpose that God has placed within her, we celebrate and our faith is stirred and we rejoice with her knowing that her life is testifying to us that our God is faithful and that he is the giver of life and of dreams and of purpose. I know some of you listening to this podcast, you aren't yet part of the private group on Facebook that was created just for you as a space to connect deeper and continue the conversations that are started here on this podcast. And I understand that we all have mixed feelings about social media these days. And I'm only on Facebook, honestly, for this group to offer an online space where we can connect. So if it sounds like something that you would like to be a part of, we would love to see you there. And I'll have a link in the show notes that you could use to to find the group, or you can just go and search the um, for the She Is podcast community under Facebook groups. 
But as we are closing out this year and making space for a new year, my prayer today is that you will choose to surround yourself with those who will believe the word of the Lord over your life. Happy New Year, friends. I'm cheering you on always. Hey, you. Thanks for listening. And if you would like to connect more, head over to SusanBeth.com and sign up and you will be one of the first to find out about anything new. Plus, there's a special free download available just to say thanks. If something in this episode did speak to you, would you do me a favor and share it with a friend that you think it might resonate with as well? And until next time, keep showing up in the world just as God purposed you to do, because you being you is exactly what we all need.